Hey there. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive, the podcast. I'm Laurieann Sheldrick, life coach dubbed the Contagiously Positive Girl, and every single week I will be sharing my experiences that I've turned into life lessons and actionable steps and tools and practices that you can use to experience emotional and mental freedom. Let's begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so stoked for today's episode. This is a completely new season. We're starting things fresh. We're simplifying everything. And I have a brand new format, which I'm so stoked. Every single podcast episode is going to be a mini lesson with an actionable step that you can take with some deeper inner work if you need more clarity. So journal prompts and actionable steps and tools and practices and stories all to encompass it all so that you can take the tools and actually use it in your own life. So I'm so stoked. Today's episode is all about the emotional scale and I cannot wait to dive in with you. So let's begin. What I want to explore in this share is the emotional scale, but more specifically how your emotions inform your decisions. So we all have an emotional scale. It's our compass. It guides us in our decision making. It guides us in the attitudes we have and the reactions and our actions. It's our compass. Our emotions are, that's our guide. That's our compass. That's what informs what we're going to do next. Now, what I want you to be able to do is I want you to be able to make decisions from the place that you want to feel, from how you want to feel, instead of constantly reacting and deciding and responding from how you don't want to feel, just enhancing that even more, going further down the emotional scale to where you don't want to go even more. And that's what we're going to explore today. But first, what I want you to do, I want you to just imagine that you're thinking right now, I'm so angry. I'm so angry right now. And now imagine that while you think that thought of I'm so angry right now, you then experience an emotional response, right? You feel it somewhere in your body. You feel it bubble up. You you now are about to respond from that thought of I'm so angry right now. And now you feel the anger and you feel all the emotions, including the physical response to that thought of I'm so angry. Now, I want you to imagine even further If you react or act or respond or make a decision from the emotional state of anger, what do you think that the reaction or the action or the response you have or the decision you're about to make, would it serve you if you made it from the place of anger? So just think about that for a moment. Would it be the compass that you would want to follow? Would it move you up the emotional scale or, you know, making you feel better? Or would it move you down the emotional scale, taking up permanent residence in what I have dubbed negative L, right? This is really important. This is such an important thing to think about because our decisions are made from how we feel or I'm really sorry, I need to pause for a minute. Uh, 
My dog is sitting beside me and will not stop sneezing. So I'm so sorry. I'm trying to record this for all of you. I'm not going to start over, nor am I going to pause it. This is real life, you guys. Okay, (laughs) this is real life. My dog is having a sneezing attack while I'm trying to talk to you. Uh, So if you're hearing that, that is just my dog, Axel. Hello, Axel, right? Like animals have a way of just really putting themselves in every single position. All right. Let's go back. Where were we? Right. Okay. Our our decisions are made from how we feel or how we think it will make us feel or how we want to feel. So that's why this is so important. Your emotions are your compass. So what I want to share with you today is I want to share with you what you can do to create an emotional compass to help you find your true north. Of course, we always have specific ways that we want to feel, but also to help you understand or not even understand, to help guide you to make decisions that serve you. So 2020, um, let's be real, 2020 has been a roller coaster of emotions. Like, I don't even know how I would describe 2020 in the, like two years from now, it it would just be that 2020 was the roller coaster year. And many of us in 2020 have been feeling very normal emotions to an incredibly abnormal situation. Like this has been a very, very just crazy freaking year. And It's been crisis after crisis after crisis, right? Like trauma after trauma, trigger after trigger. Like it's just been insane. And even when we get through this crisis, I what I know is life is sometimes hard and sometimes we experience, you know, emotions we don't want to experience and sometimes they all happen at once, but it's very, very normal. And it's very normal because we have a like it, a constantly moving, vast emotional scale of emotions. And I talk about this uh, in detail in my digital workshop, Unleash Your Limiting Beliefs, because it's so important and I want to normalize how we feel. So there's this beautiful scale um, in the book, Ask and It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks, that perfectly describes it. And they describe... Um, 22 different emotions. So from like the most amazing feeling of joy and empowerment and freedom of love to like number 22, like right at the bottom of the scale, fear and grief and depression and despair and powerlessness. I am going to put one to 22 in the show notes for you so you can actually take a peeksy at this and see all of them because I'm going to describe it in this podcast for all of you today. So we can either be moving down the scale with the decisions that we make, with the reactions, with our attitude, with our actions, or we can move up the scale. And our thoughts are in there as well because our thoughts can take us up and down the scale as well. Our beliefs can take us up and down the scale. Our decisions can take us up and down the scale. Our actions can take us up and down the scale. Our attitude can take us up and down the scale. So that's why I want to normalize this and say like there's nothing wrong with you feeling the way we feel because there's so many factors that that get involved and are at play with regards to our emotion. Sorry, with our emotions. So, all right. 
first thing that is really, really important here while we're navigating this emotional scale is to claim how you feel. I say this all the time. This is so important. Claim it before it claims you. Like how powerful is that, right? So for me, the first, I remember in March, especially that that first month when we were ordered to stay at home and we couldn't see our friends and family and I couldn't go to work and I lost all of this work and I lost so many contracts, I was feeling so discouraged. That discouragement, according to um, Esther and Jerry Hicks in their book, Ask and It Is Given, is encouragement is like number 12 on the emotional scale. So if we have a scale of like one one being the best and 22 being, well, just like, quote unquote, the worst. It, it's not one's better than the other. It's just obviously we don't want to take up permanent residence in fear, grief, or depression. So 12 is like kind of in the middle, right? So I was feeling really discouraged. And I was looking at my endless to-do list and I was looking at all the things that I wanted to do. And I was thinking about all the things that I could no longer do and I was thinking about all the things that I had to shift and I'm like god do I really want to shift and I just I wasn't feeling enthusiastic about doing anything and enthusiasm is higher up on the emotional scale it's number three and that's enthusiasm so that's why I included the scale for you because I'm using these terms enthusiastic for example in reference to this slide scale so you can see where you're at. So it's just a really beautiful scale. And I know some people have said to me, Laurieann, I have it up on my fridge and I can look at it and be like, today I'm feeling discouraged, but I want to feel enthusiastic. And you'll see how this can work throughout the share. So for me, so I'm feeling discouraged, but I want to feel enthusiastic because I want to be inspired and I want to do the work and I really want to go, I really want to be able to shift and make all the, the shifts that I need to make during this time. So instead of bypassing the normal emotions that I was feeling in, let's be honest, a very abnormal situation that has been our 2020, I claimed how I was feeling. That's always the first step. Claim it before it claims you. And by claiming it, you can simply just state, this is how I'm currently feeling discouraged. I'm currently feeling discouraged and that's okay. And instantly, just by claiming it, I'm, I'm moving up the scale, just a tiny, tiny nudge. So, and I'm saying to myself, well, Lorianne, of course you're feeling discouraged. Look at what is happening in the world right now. This is hard. You are doing hard things. So instantly the scale starts to shift because I'm acknowledging. I'm not stuffing it down. I'm not getting down on myself. I'm not, you know, shaming myself. I'm just claiming how I'm feeling. I didn't go straight to how I wanted to feel, but it was at least some movement. There was some movement there instead of staying there or instead of moving straight down to even even more despair, if you will. So I went from feeling discouraged to frustrated about what is happening around the globe and how it is affecting uh, my business and how it's affecting my life. And I just 
looked at that scale and I'm like, all right, well, this is a little better. I'm not feeling the way that I want to feel yet. But, you know, the frustration is a little bit better than the discouragement. So then I move to the next phase, which is the stage two of moving up the scale, which is acknowledging how you want to feel. So if our emotions inform our decisions, and they do, the second step after claiming how you're currently feeling is just to acknowledge how you would prefer to feel. So I look at the scale, I'm feeling discouraged now, but as soon as I claimed it, that discouragement turned into just a little frustration, like, oh, fuck, okay, how the hell am I going to get out of this? And then I simply said, I would prefer to move up the emotional scale to enthusiasm, so I'm inspired to do the work that I need to do, and eagerness, so that I'm eager to make the changes in my business that I need to make, and also empowerment, because I want to be empowered by this situation, not disempowered. And if you're looking at the show notes, and you're looking at that scale, you will understand that those are way better than discouragement and frustration, right? I mean, even just hearing me say it is way better. Like obviously enthusiasm, eagerness, and empowerment is way better than frustration and discouragement, but they all have their place. So I've claimed it. I've claimed how I'm currently feeling. I've acknowledged how I would prefer to feel. Now is the most important step. Now we take action based on how we want to feel. So now that I know, so in that moment, I knew how I would prefer to feel, but I'm also not bypassing how I was feeling and trying to pretend and trying to fake it and blaming and shaming myself and getting down on myself for feeling normal emotions. I was then able to think of the actions, which include my thoughts, which include my beliefs, which include my attitude that I could take and needed to take to move up the emotional scale. So when I was making decisions from the place of discouragement and frustration, what was happening was I wasn't taking any action. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't looking at my to-do list. I wasn't looking at my pro- my projects. I was just in a woe is me. There's no way I'm shifting gears. I like stop my feet, temper tantrum, like, no, I don't want anything to change. I just want my work back, right? Nothing's happening from that state. It doesn't feel good. It just, yeah, that's it. It just doesn't feel good. But the thing is, because I'm in that state, I wasn't getting in the mood because I was making the decisions from the way I didn't want to feel. And that just made me feel more of what I was feeling because I was continuing the same cycle. And it, I felt myself moving down the scale instead of up because I started to feel guilty and my self-worth started to come into question. And that did not feel good. Good. So to move up the scale, I needed to start to make decisions from how I wanted to feel instead. So, and that's enthusiasm and that's eagerness and that's empowerment. That's how it was in that moment. So I asked myself a really important question. All right. If you want to feel enthusiasm, if you want to be eager and you want to feel inspired and you want to feel empowered, what decisions do you need to make to feel enthusiasm, eagerness, and empowerment? And I took that question and I created a plan. And what I did was I created a plan for the entire week and I did it in my agenda and I just focused on a few main tasks every single day and I attached some times to them and I just started little micro baby steps and I started with things that I knew I could complete and that I could complete with ease and wouldn't take up too much, you know, of my mental and emotional energy because obviously like when you're in a crisis situation, 
situation. Sometimes you don't have a lot of energy to give. And I also chose things that I knew I could finish all the way instead of just leaving it unfinished, instead of waiting until the next day. And I just gave myself these little mini tasks, one hour manageable micro blocks so that I could avoid the overwhelm and start to move myself up the emotional scale. And this was all with around my work, by the way. So I was feeling discouraged with my work. So this is what I was doing to get um, enthusiastic and eager and empowered in my work. So this is why I'm saying I created those to-do lists and those little blocks. It was all based around my work because I had to shift my work because I had lost so many contracts now that um, we're not doing events in person. So what I did was I started to move up the emotional scale and started to feel more hopeful about the shift that my business was taking and the way that I could do my work and the shifts on how I could continue to earn income, but just in a different way. And the more I did, the more I wanted to do and the more I wanted to do, the more I completed and the better I felt. And even though it was all those little micro baby tasks, I moved up the scale instead of down and that's what we want. I didn't go up the scale instantly, but I was able to move up with each decision, with each task completed, and it just gave me hope. And I made a promise to myself that I was just going to keep doing the work even though I wasn't in the mood. I wasn't going to wait until the mood struck. I was going to force myself to do these little micro things knowing that making that decision was aligned with how I wanted to feel. Those aligned actions improved my mood. And Listen, all you're doing here, that's what's so amazing about this. All you're doing here is you're making your decisions from how you want to feel instead of from the place that you don't want to feel, but you're also being incredibly kind to yourself, incredibly compassionate to yourself, knowing that it's okay, it's okay to feel what you are feeling. It's okay to feel discouraged. It's okay to feel frustrated. But I know for myself, I don't want to take up permanent residence there. So with this practice, what you're doing is you're giving yourself a different compass to follow. You're finding your true north so that you don't take up permanent residence in fear or grief as an example or anger as an example. And instead, you're using that to help you figure out, okay, that's not how I want to feel, but it's okay that I do feel that way. How would I prefer to feel? What is my true north? Where can I go now knowing how I feel and now that I've claimed it? What do I need to heal? What do I need to work through? And what do I need to do to move up that scale? So when you use the emotion, the emotional scale to make decisions, it really does help you to be, do, and have all that you desire because you're putting yourself in the driver's seat of your life. There's no bypassing. There's no shaming. There's no blaming. It's just you saying, this is how I feel. Totally normal. Normalizing it because our emotions are our emotions. You feel it. It matters, period. But also saying, but that's not how I want to feel. So I'm going to put my foot on the gas and I'm going to drive myself somewhere else. So let's just do a little recap and then we'll do some inner work. Okay. 
Step one, claim how you're currently feeling. Take a look at that emotional scale that's in the show notes. If you have to print it, put it on your fridge, put it on your laptop, wherever. Take a look and where are you, okay? Just take full responsibility for it. Give yourself grace. Give yourself kindness. Just you feel it, it matters. Boom, boom. You feel it, it matters. That's it, okay? Step two, how do you want to feel instead? You might already have a feeling, maybe it's not on the emotional scale, that's okay. Just if it's not on the emotional scale, make up your own, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? It's your feelings, your word, whatever you resonates with you. How do you want to feel instead? And then the third step, of course, is the most important. What actions, what reactions, what responses, what attitude, what decisions can you and do you need to make to help you move up towards the way you want to feel. So decide what you really want and then be purposeful and deliberate. Don't wait to get in the mood to take action. It's the actions that will help you get in the mood and will help you move up the scale. So what I do, what I what I highly encourage you to do, because this is what I do, establish a daily routine, set a daily routine, set like little rituals that will help you to keep your compass calibrated and continuously moving towards what you want, even if it feels slow. Like, so for me, I take like daily forest walks with Axel, my dog who was sneezing a while ago. I'm eating really healthy food. I'm meditating. I'm taking like nice warm baths. I'm connecting with my support system, even though it might not be about my work, I am doing these little things that's helping me to feel the way that I want to feel. And when you use this, here's what I love about this. This decision-making tool can be used in so many different ways, not just the way that we're using the emotional scale here. If So for example, If you want to feel healthy and energized, you can ask yourself, will this meal enhance or decrease my desire to feel healthy or energized? Okay, so that's also how you can use an emotional scale like this. Um, If you want to feel joy and appreciation and support in your friendships in or in any of your relationships, you can ask yourself, does this current friendship enhance or decrease my desire to feel those things? If you're getting into a new relationship or you're struggling in your current one, you can ask yourself, you know, will this or, or or is this relationship enhancing or decreasing my desire to feel loved? So in any decision that you're about to make, um, in any areas of your life, you can simply just ask yourself this question. Does this external thing enhance the way I want to feel? Does this food enhance the way that I want to feel? Does this ex- Will this experience enhance the way way that I want to feel. And no matter what you do with regards to how you use this emotional scale, it's up to you. The only thing you really need to do here is just make a promise to yourself. Make a promise to yourself that you're not going to wait to get into the mood because the mood might not strike. So the thing that you're doing here is you're throwing yourself. Let's let's change that. That's too that's too aggressive. You're aligning yourself to take actions that allows you to feel even just slightly better and it's a process it's not about being perfect it's not about like it being instant sometimes it might be it's a process of consciously being aware of how you're feeling and then deciding if you are okay with where you are 
Is this reaction I'm about to have going to enhance or decrease the way I want to feel? Is this going to make me move up or down, right? Is this action, is this decision, whatever it might be, what this does is it puts you in the driver's seat of your life consciously you're making conscious choices conscious in the moment decisions moving up or moving down the emotional scale let's take this conversation let's take this share to our journals and here's going here are your journal prompts for this they're also in the show notes for you okay so what I want you to do is I want you to think about every area of your life What do you need to feel the way you want to feel and what is it going to take? And go through those steps. So for example, what will make you feel loved? Uh, What do you need to feel loved? And just go through each area, your career, your relationships, your personal and professional growth, if you will, your health, even your finances. How do you want to feel in each area? Actually, Don't forget step one. How do you currently feel in each area, right? And then take it. How do you want to feel in each area? And then take it through step three, the actions. What will it take to achieve it? How can you slowly move your way up so that you can feel the way that you want to feel and you can be, do, and have all that you desire? The most important questions here with regards to your journals because this is all about putting ourselves in the driver's seat of our life and that means taking responsibility for our actions. So the next question is, are the current actions and thoughts and reactions and responses and attitude and decisions currently supporting the way you want to feel in those areas, right? Or are they enhancing how you don't want to feel even further? Those are your journal prompts. That's your lesson. So we took it from an experience like we do. This is what we do every single week. Take it from the experience, turn it into a lesson, turn it into um, a journal prompt so we can deepen the inner work and then we can be, do, and have all that we desire because now we have the clarity as to what we need to experience the emotional and mental freedom that we all so desire. Mm, I love it. This was such a beautiful share. Thank you so much for tuning in today and for staying to the end and for doing this work because the work that you do on you has such an impact on all of those around you, the entire world, including me. And I'm just so happy that you show up every day. I'm sending you so much love and virtual love and and virtual hugs. And I'm sending it out into the ethers from my heart to yours. And I cannot wait to see you back here next time. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye.